0: Ma la You are the Lord let your name be glorified, You are of God, part two. I thought you were clapping. (laughs) Lovers of God, part two. I started this series last week and uh, it was very interesting. I ended at a very important point. I'm continuing from 1st Kings chapter 19, verse 10. Elijah speaking, he said, and he said, I have been jealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken my covenant, thrown down thy altars and slain the prophets with a sword. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. Now, Elijah was speaking about himself and I want to emphasize on what he said that I have been jealous for the Lord God of hosts. That means the Lord God of Israel, I have been jealous. We looked at three verses where the GNT version said that I have served you and only you. So this is a man giving a testimony of his work with God. And the other version says I have eagerly served you. I have eagerly served you, not we, but I. I have, it's on record that I have eagerly served you. And the other version says that I have been absolutely loyal to you. Not partial, but absolutely, I have been loyal to you. Absolutely. Not in any percentage form, but Absolutely, I have been committed and followed you. Now, this man is giving us a picture that in the midst of corruption, there can be a man who can stand as a lover of God. I told you God loves everybody. God loves the sinner for God so loved the world that he gave. So God does not only love the church, but God loves the sinner. But the love different, and God knows people who love Him. God knows people He has loved, and the people He has loved, those who love Him, God knows. And God knows that it's not everybody He has loved that they that love Him also. So Elijah, in his time, people had backslidden in three levels. They are forsaking the rules and the laws and the instructions and the covenants of God. And when they do that, they will enter into destroying the altars of God, the standards. And that's what we are seeing in our generation. Everybody's preaching what you want to preach because we have gone away. We've gone away. We've missed it. We are forsaking the covenant so we can say everything and go for free. And the next step is that they attack the church because they slain the prophets. And when Jesus was going to heaven, as he was ascending in Ephesians chapter 4, 10 down was, he gave prophets, he gave pastors. So the word prophet here is not what we know as prophets today. Every servant of God then was considered a prophet of God because a prophet is a messenger of God. So Elijah said, In the midst of all this, I, I've served you eagerly. May that be your testimony. I said, may that be your testimony. You cannot serve God in that manner and walk on earth unnoticed or unrecognized. Somebody, some people, a generation will know you. Your impact will be felt. Your impact will be transgenerational it will not be with only you it will not be with only your family but the impact of every lover of God every lover of God the impact of every lover of God will be felt from generation to generation and may God see you as a lover of him may you become a lover of God your amen is not strong you see when you love God you will hate the world when you love God you will not be full of self. When you love God, you will not be prideful. When you love God, you will not walk in ego because God is love. When you love God, you walk in love. Love is forgiving. Love is long-suffering. Love does not record errors and faults. So if we love God, We will live beyond the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. The devil knows this. So he will always, I'm preparing a sermon on when the devil met Jesus. Yes. You know they met and there was a meeting. What happened? The secret conversation between Jesus and the devil. Prepare for that message. When you love God, you dwell in love. And Elijah was a man who loved God. And he was, he has not been forgotten. Every spirit of intercession is called the spirit of Elijah. So anytime you are praying intensely, you are operating under the spirit of Elijah. What a blessing. So he moved from generation to generation. We saw the first one in, in Elisha, 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 15. Elisha had picked up the mantle of Elijah and the sons of the prophets who, were, who had gone to Jericho were standing waiting for him. And when they saw Elisha coming, they said the spirit of Elijah does rest upon Elisha. Are you following me? The man was gone by his spirit. No lover will be forgotten. Heaven will not forget you if you love God. Yeah. Heaven will not forget you if you love God. So, though the spirit, the man was not there, his spirit came upon Elisha. And the Bible said, the sons of the prophet, they went to meet him. And they bowed to the ground before him. They knew Elisha. They never bowed to him. They even told him that you, you don't know. Your your master is about to be taken away. Look at you. You are still following him from Gil- Gilgal to Bethel to whatever, Jericho. You are still following Jordan. You are still following. Don't you know they are taking him away? That means that if it was only about Elisha, eh? It was only about Elijah. Elijah stands for servanthood. He was a servant to Elijah, but nobody bowed to him until the spirit of Elijah came upon him. It means that you can be a servant and never carry the spirit of your master. Yeah, you can be you can be serving because they said this is Elijah who poured water on the hands of Elijah. It talks about service. So though he was seven, the spirit of the master was not upon him. But when the spirit came upon him, the people bowed because the name Elijah had become honorable. I pray for you. I pray for you. You don't need to be an MP to become honorable. There are some MPs whose honorable on them is is unfortunate. It's unfortunate that when you walk with God and you love God, God will add his honor to your life. I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, the Lord will find a lover in you. You will be deadly committed to him. You will be deadly in love with him. Help me with my voice. You will be deadly in love with him. You will fall in love with him in a different way. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. So the spirit of Elijah came upon Elijah. And then it moved into the New Testament and rested upon John the Baptist. Matthew chapter 11 verse 14. Matthew 11:14. So he said, "If you will receive what I'm about to tell you, can you take what I'm about to tell you? That man John the Baptist, he is Elijah." The Elijah we are waiting for, that is him. So Elijah is dead and gone, has gone to heaven, and yet his spirit was operating in generations. What greatness. It takes greatness to make your name outlast your lifetime. I'm praying for you. One of the cheapest ways to be great is to fall in love with God. I thought you were clapping. It's the cheapest way to be great in life. To fall in love and remain in love. The problem is that many of us fall in love with God and we don't remain in love with God. But I'm praying that in them for God will find men and women who will be in love with Him all the days of their life. In the name of Jesus, Elijah was in love, deadly in love with God. He loved God, loved the kingdom. He committed his life to God and the kingdom. In the ministry of Jesus, he shows up again. What a blessing. I don't know who wants to be great in life. I don't know who wants to go far in life. I don't know who wants to become a general in life. If you want to be great in life, fall in love with God. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 1 to 3, Elijah shows up again. May you be a lover of God. May you not be just a banker, not just a lawyer not just an architect, not just a doctor, not just a businessman but may you be known as a lover of God. May may that name supersede your profession. May you take a new profession upon yourself. Then they will say, "As for that woman. as for that man. He is a lover of God. Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. And after six days Jesus take at Peter James and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart. Verse 2. And was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. The next verse. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah. Not Joshua and Elisha, but Moses and Elijah. When you love God, you walk in exploit. You don't die. You don't die. You outlive your earthly years. And it takes the love of God to make a general out of you. It takes the love of God. How well do you love God? How strong is your love for God? How strong is your love for God that you will remember to honor him with your first fruit and your tithes? Every man. When you love God, you will not struggle to do that. When you love God, you will not struggle to go to him in prayer. You cannot pray, not because you don't want to pray. You cannot pray because you don't love God enough. Because if you love God enough, you will go to him in prayer, to fellowship with him. How strong is our love? I was telling the first service, that we love things more than God. We are in love with things. We are in love with our tribes. And our hometown. As far as we are accounts. As far as we are elders. As far as we are guns. So if somebody says, Gun people, they like fight. fights. Then you are hard to come. You are passionate about your tribe. When is the accounts are teeth in your heart? How can you talk like that to accounts? Is there ever men like women? Hey. Go, 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 You are, you, are, you are passionate. You want to defend it. You have to say some, not all. You have to. And you are there. They destroy the church. They destroy pastors. And you add your voice to it. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will raise and um, um, love us in the house of God. We will be deadly committed and deadly in love with the Word of God. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering in the house. We don't love God enough. Our, our, our love is not strong enough. Our love is not strong enough. If you are a believer, if you're a believer, you're a Christian. Telling them, some people say me, I, I am not a Christian, I'm a believer. And I told them that is nonsense. And I repeat that, it is nonsense. It doesn't make sense, scriptural sense. Because you believe in Christ to become a Christian. A Christian is an adjective description of a person who believes in Christ. But we, when we hear those messages, the yeah, thing is deeper. Christian, I'm not a Christian, I'm a believer. I'm not a Christian, I'm a believer. So you can be a Christian and not be a believer. And who told you that? Who told you that? How can you be a banker when you have not studied banking? You cannot be a cake when you have not passed through the furnace. Then you are not cake. Then in the first place, you are not cake. Maybe you can be cake, banana cake, okay. Apple cake, okay. But you are cake. As to whether you are a strong Christian, it's another thing. But you are a Christian. I thought you were clapping. Elijah was a man full of passion and zeal for the work of God. Elijah was sold out to God. I don't know how sold out you are to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 8. If you walk in love, you will never fail. Anything that is better in love never fails. Charity faileth not prophecies will fail. Tongues, it will cease. Okay? Knowledge, eh? it will vanish away. But love remains. I pray, I pray that your nature will begin to manifest as you walk with God. Your nature will begin to manifest as you continue to walk with God and fall in love with the Lord. Give the Lord a clap of in the house. When you love someone, you will do something. When you love someone, you will do something. Some of the obvious thing is that, you see a brother, he loves the lady. He's going to marry her. He's gone through counseling. You are going to greet the family. You are doing something to depict that you love. You have to carry her to the altar and marry her, show her honor, honor her parents. When you love somebody, you do something for God so loved the wealth that he gave so we see these three Hebrew boys Nebuchadnezzar wanted to intimidate them he wanted to show them where power lies but he didn't know that they were the power he wanted to show them where power lies he didn't know that they were the power yeah you you are the power I said you are the power I said you are the power he didn't know. You can't intimidate a lover of God. Next week, I will show you one of the characteristics of lovers of God is that they don't fear men. Have you met, eh, now, eh, have you met, eh, have you met somebody working in the president's office, speaking before? You don't fear anything. Have you seen the finance minister speaking before? He's not shouting and physical deficit is this we have decided to increase. <laughs> when you love God, you will fear no man. You fear men because you are not in love with God. Fall in love. There is no fear in perfect love. So, for those who are dating and all that, it's, a, it's an apop. One of the signs that God is saying no is that. I'm not talking about that. I'm moving on. I have five minutes. I have five minutes. I think I've even chopped into my time. Five minutes. Hmm. There is no fear in perfect love. So this man Nebuchadnezzar wanted to intimidate this man, three men. They said everybody should bow. This is where we are standing. We are not bowing. You will kill you bow. You understand? It's not a movie. It's real. It's like COVID nineteen. The vaccine will come. You will be compelled. Vaccinate, else you will not travel. Now, yeah. you can't travel without COVID vaccination. Yeah. Well, for me, when they bring it down, I won't do it. You are a saddle message. So that's a clear example. They will come house to house. Like the day they are coming, they are doing the house and they've done very well. Let's clap for the candle of service. <laughs> Powerful. I was very impressed. House to house to vaccinate the children of polio. Great, great. To come, come, vaccinate. I will not, I will not. They said they should bow. They said I will not, will not bow their own friends. And brothers will say, ah, these people, their own is too much. They just say, bah. <laughs> you save your life. Save your family. Save your work. Save your... Because they were intelligent and they were precious to the king in Babylon. Including Daniel. They were precious. They were intelligent people. That's why they became ten times better than all that. I'm not going there. So you can imagine imagine. He said, bow! We won't bow. It's like if you're a finance minister and the president says, sign a deal. I say, you won't sign. I remember one time, one of us, I was there, then he called me. He said, pastor, there's an issue. I want to talk to you to seek your counsel. I said, okay. When do I, I said, you come? They were forcing him to sign a deal. Over 2. something million dollars. I said, don't sign and it was like you can't say you won't sign but i said say that you won't sign if the person had done it he wouldn't be where he is now so they didn't bow they didn't. nebu said no you can't flout my rules like that get their furnace ready they boil it seven times throw them inside to the point that those who carry them into the furnace, the flames at the entrance of the furnace kill them. Not inside, outside. If you have stayed with the baker before, you will understand me. There's some heat outside. That one pool is hot. The one inside they threw them inside. Daniel chapter 3, verse 35. Verse 25. Sorry. Quickly, we are ending there through three men there the next day Nebuchadnezzar goes to spy and you see sometimes it's not every enemy of yours that will die some must live the ones who will live are going to be used by God to promote you so those the king gave an order some people executed it. Who should actually die? The king. But he didn't die. Those who carried the men into the fire, they died. In a sense, they were enemies to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God allowed them to die. Now they entered into the fire. Three minutes, I'm done. The book and wakes up the next morning. Hey. I'm seeing four people. We put three people there. But I can see four men loosed. They tied them before they threw them in. But now when he goes to watch, they will lose. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Your amen is not strong. They can tie it. They can prepare a weapon. It will not work. Because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. I thought you were clapping. They will lose. No situation can drown a lover of God. No situation can drown a lover of God. A Christian who has committed himself to love God. You can't drown him. He's like a cock. You push him in the water, he will come up. Because something is in him. Every believer who loves God has an airbag in him. When he gets an accident, he will bounce back. I pray for you in the name of Jesus, that your love for God will be rekindled this morning, in the name of Jesus. And he said that, and they were walking in the midst of the fire. Wow, when men are expecting you to give up, that is when you'll be strong. When men think that this thing is going to end your life, that is when you will leave. When men think that you are coming down, that is when you'll be going up. When men think that you are going to be broken in depression, That is when you'll be beaming with smiles. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that as your love for God grows, may you grow in the power of God, may you grow in the glory of God, and may you grow in your dominion mandate. In the name of Jesus, that they were walking and they have no head. None of their hair disappeared. Nothing. Their cloth was like that. The supernatural can influence the natural yes yes I believe that in the midst of an accident an angel can encapsulate your car yeah I believe that in the midst of fire an angel can snatch you out of fire like John Wesley Yeah. when he was a child one of his nicknames was the boy who was snatched out of fire I believe that somebody can poison you. And when you are going to drink it, God will neutralize it, Because he says they shall drink any deadly thing, and it shall not harm them. You don't believe in such things. But Jesus said they should fetch the water and drink. While they were drinking, it was sweet wine. Every water in Egypt was turned to blood. You don't believe in things. I see your bank account increasing in value. Yeah. I believe the supernatural. That's why when you pay your tithe, God didn't say, I'll give you more fruits. What did he say? I will do what? Yeah. I'll open the windows of heaven. The supernatural influences the natural. And the next verse, Nebuchadnezzar did what the people who carried Shadrach, Mesha, and Abednego did. But he didn't die. Don't follow people into foolishness. Maybe you will die. <clears throat> no, he went close and he didn't die. Look at it. Then the book of Nezah came near to the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace. Go to verse 22. We'll come back quickly. I have to finish this. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, the furnace exceeding hot, the flames of the fire slew those men that took. So they that took and took while they died. Then verse 20 says, at the entrance, Nebuchadnezzar was fine. Now people can smoke weed. 20 years, they are fine. One, pole. <laughs> now you carry the stick and you smoke you with your eye. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow a man into his foolishness. Yeah. Because you may be the one the spirit of death has embraced. May the Lord deliver you from destruction. <laughs> Then the book and Ezra came near to the map of the burning fiery furnace and spoke. He even spoke. He didn't die because at the end of the day he promoted Daniel. He promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said nobody will worship any other god apart from the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Any enemy, human enemy in your life that is tormenting you, that you have prayed for the person to die and the person is not dying know that from today God is preparing the person to declare your own promotion close your eyes and begin to thank God (laughs) just talk to God God I want to fall in love with you the love of God insulates you from evil It's it's a divine insulator may you fall in love with God yeah, that you fall in love with God. If you're a wife, push your husband into falling in love with God. If your husband, push your wife into falling in love with God. Let's push our children to love God. Let them learn instruments. Let them learn instruments. Let them sing in the house. Let them do something. Let us love God now in the name of Jesus we give you praise Lord we give you glory Lord find us worthy to walk with you in deep love we will not hold anything back again We, 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 we come all out We want to walk with you and love you. Help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap offering.